Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. The guards, they're going to withdraw over time. This is every Tuesday in October. It, that'll include the day of the budget. It'll also include Halloween as well. All part of this roster row. Um, and I want to hear your thoughts today about this. Like, I know the guards currently serving um, won't join us on the programme. But if you're a former member, if you're, maybe your partner is in the guards... If you want to tell us how you feel about this today, do give me a shout. Tara McManus is the Assistant General Secretary of the Garda Representative Association. Tara, is this really necessary? Good morning, Andrea. Um, Look, I think at this stage, Andrea, our members are just so frustrated, so annoyed, so upset about, um, about the roster issue, but again, about a whole other range of issues that I've actually spoken to you about before, um, that this literally has come to a head. Um, our General Secretary and our President again met with the Commissioner early this morning, and obviously the Commissioner would have been briefed on decisions that were made yesterday by the Association, and still with all that knowledge, he still said this morning under no circumstances was he moving from the 6th November deadline um, he did say that he would meet with the GRA individually. He said he would meet with all the staff associations individually early next week, including the GRA, to see if we could move on this. But there is no movement on that 6th of November deadline, uh, even with the decisions made yesterday. So this is just going to further frustrate our members and further, I suppose, ignite that desire just to, to stand up and do something. Just to, to explain, you know, Tara, to people, and I know people will have heard some about it, but it's it's effectively, you guys want to keep the, the four on, four off, where you'll work four days of 12-hour shifts and then you'll basically basically get four days off as opposed to the um, the six on days. The six on. Six for, yeah, exactly. So basically, that this roster was brought in to, uh, as a response to the pandemic. It's also a roster that Garda Management uh, continuously move back on when we have major events. So, for instance, any time a president or whatever would visit the country, any time we've major sporting events, things like the flag hill, anything like that that, um, you know, people are, are brought into police, management would have always referred back to the 12-hour roster in order to do that. And they did that during COVID. And our members found that they really liked this roster. There's great predictability with it. Um, you know, you work two earlys, you work two nights, you come in, you do 12 hours. People prefer to drive in and do four days of 12-hour shifts as opposed to coming sure, in for six days they do. and doing 10 do you know hours. Sure, all yeah. of us would probably prefer that, Tara. It's great, it's a great deal, you know. <laughs> like, But yeah. I, I can understand, and I've talked to you before and many others, there's loads of issues and there's issues around new recruits and pay and staffing and, I mean, the, the threats and attacks and there's loads of different things that the guards can be very worked up and agitated about and I think the public would say rightly so. But, I mean, for a lot of people I'd say listening to this today, they're probably thinking, you know, my boss often asks me to work different shifts, wants to change my roster, wants me to, to change my work and environment. Is, is that not a fair request? Well, look, it is, it is a fair request. But what I would say about that is, as an association, we have actually come up with a proposed roster, which we believe meets the demands that our members have, but also meets the demands of the commissioner. And it's almost like a hybrid. It's like a cross between the two. And it's it's very much a resolution. It's very much a a compromise, a kind of meet in the middle type of a, of a roster, okay. and everybody's needs are addressed. We've we've suggested that to the commissioner. And what was that? Sorry, Tara. What's what would well, that? Well, it work would out be 
it would be a roster. Now, look, I'm not at all technical in relation to the rosters, but it would be keeping our core members on a four-on-four-off and our non-core would work a kind of a hybrid roster where they do six-on-four-off, four-on-four-off. That particular roster is already been used by some of the specialised units who are involved in organised gangs and that sort of stuff, and they've had huge, huge successes working that particular roster. So we know that it works. And it is a compromise and it is a meet-you-in-the-middle type of roster. The commissioner will not entertain it. He will not even look at it. And that's where the frustration okay. is. But we said, we, we know there are problems with this roster. We know there are huge problems with the pre-COVID roster, the six on, four off. Okay. Here we have a proposed solution that meets everybody's needs. It's in the middle and members have predictability and members have that certainty going forward. There, 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 is, there is, you know, a lot of, I suppose, elements to this, but I think ultimately a lot of the public listening today um, and since earlier this morning will hear that the guards are going, they're not going to work overtime on a couple of Tuesdays in October. Um, there's the potential for this to escalate then in November, but we're talking about no overtime on the day of the budget. We're talking about no overtime on Halloween and we saw... Um, we talked about scenes that happened outside, you know, Leinster House only about two weeks ago. So how do you sell this to the public? Well, I suppose what we're trying to show to the public is the fact that we have so few resources that Angardashi Econa is currently operating on all overtime. I mean, 20% of the overtime budget that we currently have is used just to backfill. So 20% is used just to keep the job afloat. Uh, to cover people who need to go on leave, to cover people who are out sick, to cover people who have to go to court, who are on courses. So 20% is used just for that. That is emphasising the fact that we're low on numbers, that we don't have the resources we need. Obviously, we have a problem recruiting people. Mm. We obviously have a huge problem retaining people. And this is just showing people. And I mean, this, the overtime is voluntary. People don't have to do the no. overtime. But you're naturally, so of just, course, people want yeah, to take and by it just for saying financial. We're not available for those five Tuesdays. It will just show people okay. how dependent garden management have become on members' goodwill showing up to do the overtime. Uh, Breen uh, is with us as well, Tara. Um, Breen, I know you're a, you're a former member of, uh, of the Guards, but do you support this? It's not a strike, but it's a withdrawal, I suppose, of some services. Hi, Andrea. Yeah, 100%. Uh, everything Tara has said there, I, I support. and She's absolutely correct. Um, if you look at what has gone on in Ungardish Con in, in the last number of years, you see conditions go down. You see poor guard stations, poor training, uh, total lack of resources, uh, health and safety issues there. And the rosters is the final straw. I think um, members of Ungardish Con are entitled to have a roster that they can um, work efficiently with and uh, have a proper work-life balance. And I know I'm out of the job over six years now. Um, Even in my uh, last 15 years in the job, I think we changed the roster three or four times in a specialised unit. And it just led to um, uncertainty. Uh, You you couldn't be sure what... um, you know, you couldn't plan anything ahead. You couldn't be sure whether you were available for a family function. You couldn't be sure whether you would be around on Christmas or not. Why, Bren? Because and you were, you were, because of the the recruitment, you were the, uh, you, you could be called in basically that you'd you have to. You could be do. called in at any time. Now right. I know 
over time is um, a, a uh, it, it's, it's optional uh, and and it is um, only, it can only work when there's a goodwill of the Gardaí there uh, to to provide that overtime. But what, what often happens is if you're on on a job uh, or an event happens and you have completed your roster, um, you can be directed to work on, and uh, you 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 have no option but to work on. Um, and very often, even though guards have um, the option to say no to overtime, they, it's not about the money. It's, it's they know that they are needed, and they they are, they know that the public want them for this event, and and they will go because they they are very very reluctant to um, create a scene where where um, they fall out of favour with the public. Guards want to do their jobs. They want to do what they're they're tasked to do and they can't do it if they're not given the proper roster to do it. Um, Chris has got in touch. He says, of course this move is necessary. The overuse of overtime is a sign of mismanagement and a lack of resources. Uh, This listener says, members are willing to accept a new roster as long as it's their roster. Is, Is that how we're to read it? Like, that's a message from the just member of the public, Tara. I I wouldn't say that's the case at all. I mean, uh, Breen kind of you know really hit the nail on the head there. I mean, this is this is not even about overtime or anything like that because overtime is asking the same people who are already overworked to do more work. I mean, everybody is entitled to know. I mean, as it, as it stands, our members do not know what way they're working for Christmas. Now, I'm married to a guard, uh, and who, he's on the core as well. And I mean, we have a large family we've four young children like we're used to him not being there for Christmas but we would like to know whether he's going to be mm-hmm. there and it's, that's just my family there are families like mine all across yeah. the country I know, where, I both, that. where both the couples are working and for them to still not know I mean people are furiously trying to organise childcare uh, because they don't know what's going to be happening on the 6th of November there's very few questions that will say yeah let me know on the 5th what way you want me to work on the 6th yeah. I, know, I mean people point. are People desperately need to know. And if the commissioner would just remove the 6th of November, I think it would be a sign of goodwill. We will enter the negotiations 100%. As I said, we're the only association who has stayed in all 64 days of negotiations to date. We were there. We stayed around the table. We've remained calm. We've remained rational. We've always felt, you know, we are a solution-based organisation and that the solutions and the answers are around the table. St- st- we're just asking the Commissioner to provide us with that little okay. bit of wiggle st- room. Hang, uh, stay, stay with us, Tara, for a moment. 1800 453 106 is the number. I've got, Jim is with us on the line. Jim, do you, uh, you, know, do, do you support the Gardaí now in this move next month? Not in this particular move, Andrea. Hi, folks. Um, so, like, I, like many other people, recognise that, you know, Garda morale is low, they're lacking resources, there is a genuine recruitment and retention problem there. I don't think they're getting the right level of support from politicians, and they're not getting it from the judiciary, by the way, as well, in their day-to-day jobs. Uh, I think most people recognise it is a tough job. Um, but my my issue is not with the rosters or, or you know, the substantive issues around what they're negotiating, but... Um, at the end of the day, Serving Gardaí took an oath to uphold the constitution and, and the law of the land. Um, and now the GRA have flagged to the criminals of this country that Gardaí will be absent on the 10th of November. Um, and that's a complete withdrawal of labour, as I understand well, it. Well, it hasn't escalated like, now to that. It hasn't. I suppose they're but, hoping but it, the it, October it, move will... 
the nuclear option is on the table, Andrea. That's the problem. And the my question is: Are, are serving guardies is their allegiance to the state or to the GRA? Um, what I want to know is from Minister McEntee, what is the contingency plan if it does actually come to that? If we don't have guards on the street and if criminals well, there, there, know no, that there, 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 there will, but Tara, there will still be guards on the street. It's just the taking of overtime. Well, we will, yeah, absolutely for, for the month of October. Uh, uh, and from the 6th of November onwards, uh, we have said that guards will continue to work, but we will continue to work the COVID roster, the four on, four off. Um, mm. and, and when I say that, it's up to each individual member of Angarda Shiakana and the member of the GRA whether they do this or not. We are certainly not directing our membership to engage in any sort of activity. It is entirely a choice for each individual member of Angarda Shiakana to make that decision. The 160-odd delegates at conference yesterday each made the decision that that's what they would do. They will bring that back. But sure, you know there'll be a sort of, there'll be a mass decision. It would be utterly pointless. I mean, if, if everyone was going to go off and do their own thing. I mean, for this, for, for the move to have any impact, it has to have mass impact. Well, look, I think if it does have the mass impact there, it's only coming from, firstly, the ballot we have, which was the 99% of no confidence in our commissioner. That gives the GRA a huge mandate to do our job and it, it, it gives us the reassurance to know that yes we have been reading the room correctly in the last number of months and we know exactly what our members are looking for you know it's, it's the clearest mandate we've been given in quite some time from our membership that yes they are trusting us okay. to do what needs to be done Kevin is with us as well Kevin do you support the guards no, now in the move? I don't support one this one and I, I like it I've always had great respect for the guards I, I my next door neighbour was a guard, so you know I've no problem. But the, the issue I have is this: that anyone who tell me they want to work now and talk about work twelve hours are off the rocker. My son works a twelve-hour shift, right? And he would love a shorter, but he has no choice in the matter. That that they're the hours. Now I also have a first cousin in Australia who's had some safety, and they will not allow any longer than ten hours working now. I'm talking about working. So there's a safety issue here too. I don't see why the guards would want to work 12 hours if they were working. But they're not working 12 hours. Let's be realistic about it. And I, I'm not knocking the guards. I mean, I have great respect for the guards. But they're not. They're not. They don't work 12 hours. And the reason they want the 12-hour shift is to have all the extra time off. Because they're not, they're not killed working. You try and get a guard at 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning when this 12-hour shift is working, but you won't get him. You just won't get him. Like, I mean... What? I've been realistic about it. No one would voluntarily work 12 hours. But sure, they, 12 but sure, hours that's now. what you want to do, Tara. I mean, it's... Look at... I'm no, not even... You know, no, I'm, I'm not even work, going working, to... You're working 12 hours now. We're talking about working 12 hours. It's a big difference between actually working 12 hours. They don't work for 12 hours. What, I, I, what do you... They're on shift for 12 hours, yes. What about but you, Joe? What about you, Joe? You got in touch about this. Is Joe no, there? Got Joe. Thanks for yeah. Uh, you can you can hear me. I can indeed. Yeah. Do do, do, yeah. You, do you support the the move? Uh, uh, well, what I'm looking at here is the reasons that uh, this has happened, right? Okay, and you have to go back to um, what's happened in the previous weeks and previous months with the support the, ga- the guards get for um, uh, resources and uh, the structure. And my feeling on this is right that. Uh, bringing in this new rotation or reverting to the old rotation of six days on and four days off 
versus the four days on, four days off now at the moment. Albeit with the four days on, they're working, as far as I'm aware, longer working hours just to counterpoint uh, what the other gentleman did say. So I, we don't have all the intimate detail as the public, uh, but as such, I think that in light of the concerns that the guards have, uh, and again, uh, somebody pointed out there a few minutes ago with judicial issues and, and the support of the government, uh, that there's a huge amount of frustration with the guards. And my opinion is that uh, this needs to be taken to the uh, um, WRC or the Labour Court and maybe there's a halfway house in it, but not to, to bring it in and just say, this is it and uh, mm-hmm. this is what we stick with. Because well, particularly to... in the context of morale. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredibly difficult job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you can see the frustration with yeah. uh, a lot of the guards. And I mean, you know, when somebody says, are you working 12 hours a day or something to that effect? Oh, sure, look, people question what everyone does in every... You know what I mean? Sure, like... A, you know, I, yeah, I mean, people people will always question the you know what everyone does in every job. Sure, like until you're you know in the thick of it, um, nobody nobody really knows do they firsthand. But Breen, do you think there's a halfway house in this? Like, is there actually a resolution? Well, the resolution is there. It, 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 it's the commissioner has to engage with the GRA, and the GRA are more than willing to engage with the commissioner, but it doesn't seem to be a two way process. Um, the, 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 the jury have a proposal. They uh, they like the current roster. They have another proposal as well. But and, and, and it suits the members. They're, they're happy to work the hours that they're working. Um, it's not a, a health and safety issue with them to work in those hours. A twelve-hour day for the members means less of a, um, a changeover. So when you have a roster changing from one to another, you get members coming off the street, back into the station. The new members come on and they have to be briefed and sent back out again. There's no overlap there. In my day, you would come in for 15 minutes before the start of your shift and you would be briefed and you'd be sent out on the street. That doesn't happen anymore. So there is a, a, a delay there where, where manpower gets back out onto the street and with... Um, uh, less uh, uh, changeovers and you have uh, that that occurs less do, frequently do, you know do, do, do you think Tara just finally do you think it'll do you think it will go as far as escalating now in November we're really hoping that it won't Andrea we're really really hoping that the commissioner will sit like I mean he's, he's agreed to meet us individually next week to sit down on on his own with the GRA and we're really really hoping that you know all we're, all we're asking for is that date of 6th of November to be removed. Once that is removed, we are more than happy and more than willing to go into negotiations, to start the, the conversations, to you know come up with proposed rosters. Absolutely. We just need that, that deadline that's hanging over our members of the 6th of November to be removed. Once that is removed, you know, our members will not engage in any of these days of action and you know, we'll be back to doing what we All do right. best, which is negotiating around the table. And that's it's the big thing there, the 6th of November. That's what we're looking for to be removed. Do that and get the talking going. We're very confident we can come up with a solution. 87 is the number. Do you support the Gardaí on this? Like the, the refusal to work overtime for the four, what is it, four Tuesdays in October. It'll include the budget day, it'll include Halloween and then the potential for escalation uh, into November as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.